Hey friends, today we finish up Proverbs chapter 14, and we've got three verses, verses 33, 34, and 35. Here's what it says. Wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding, but it makes itself known even in the midst of fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. A servant who deals wisely has the king's favor, but his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully. Okay, so Solomon gives us three situations in these three verses, and we're going to take a look at them briefly and then uh, consider their similarities and application, all right? So in the first, Solomon says wisdom rests in the heart of a man of understanding. And that makes perfect sense, I think. Um, But the question that comes to my mind is, how did wisdom get there in the first place? I mean, at some point, this person was not a man of understanding. So then, wisdom must have been somewhere close enough for him to have found her. She does have this way of, of getting her point across, as our text says, even in the midst of fools. You may remember back in Proverbs chapter 1 where Solomon, he spoke about how wisdom shows herself seemingly everywhere. Let me read a little bit of that. Verse 20 through 22. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she speaks. How long? Oh, simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing? And fools hate knowledge. And she goes on. (laughs) But in fact, that was each one of us, wasn't it? I mean, when we were entangled in our own sin, wisdom was close by, calling out to us. And we heard, and we responded in repentance and with faith. And that's how we became people of understanding, where wisdom resides in our heart. So next, Solomon says, verse 34, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. So righteousness is is wisdom in the previous verse, and sin is for the foolish that we spoke about. So as we considered This wise person at one time was foolish. He had to humble himself. He had to admit his folly in order to respond to wisdom's call and turn to righteousness, right? And Solomon says how righteousness exalts a nation. So we can also see then how humbling oneself to wisdom exalts a person as well as a nation. That goes right along with so many other verses in Proverbs. Proverbs 11.2 says, When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. Proverbs 18.12, Before destruction a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. Proverbs 29.23, One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. So our verse rings true. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. So this humble person who turned to wisdom, responded to her call, 
is exalted in some context, right? But finally, in verse 35, Solomon says, A servant who deals wisely has the king's favor, but his wrath falls on one who acts shamefully. As the wisest of kings, Solomon was likely speaking from experience. He favored those in his kingdom who dealt wisely. And those who dealt with others uh, with evil intent received his wrath, right? So this is interesting to me, all the observations Solomon made as he looked into the world. He received wisdom that uh, can be used in other areas of life. But he did not exclude looking into his own heart, in his own ways, and observing. That seems to be what's going on in this verse. And as all of his other observations in life, so it is with this one. This pointed to the one who is the truth, okay? Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. And all these verses, I think, point to Jesus. As wisdom called out to the foolish, so Jesus calls out to us, the foolish. And if we humble ourselves and turn to him, he gives us understanding and righteousness, like verse 33 and 34 say in our passage today. He gives us his righteousness. He imputes it into our lives. And he also gives us the power to live righteous lives as we walk with him. And then in verse 34, we see how he gives us his favor instead of his wrath, which we all deserve. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, thank you for sending your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, lived a perfect life, died a sinner's death, our death, and he gives his righteousness to all who delight in him. I thank you for raising him from the grave, from the dead, giving us that same power to live righteous lives practically as we walk by your Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord, for raising us up one day also, no longer to be subject to sin with all its lusts of the flesh, no more plagued by diseases, death, no more. Thank you for this great gift for all who joyfully turn away from sin and find their only hope in the promised Messiah, Jesus Christ. And it is in his name we pray. Amen.